Hi, I'm Dan Boyd. I'm Kimmy Zeiler. St. Ignatius of Loyola said, Out of gratitude and love for him, Jesus Christ, we should desire to be reckoned fools. We're seeking to discover Christ in everything, from the banal to the sublime, and this is Fools, fools for, for Christ. Christ. Hey Dan, what are you thinking about? Nothing. Like, seriously? Seriously. I don't understand that. That's okay. <laughs> I didn't ask you to. <laughs> I'm just wasting time. In your nothing box? In my nothing box. <clears throat> I think it's so crazy. I heard a talk recently about how men and women are different and men have their nothing box. Right? Yes. I don't... I can't even comprehend thinking about nothing. Like, you, I mean, you actively know that you're thinking about nothing when you're in a nothing box. No. No, you don't. No. It's only when you are pulled out of your reverie <laughs> that you recognize you were thinking of nothing. I, okay, I've had some zone out moments, but I... No, I'm usually thinking about something yeah. when I zone out. Nope, we're not. Man. It's very, very interesting. Um... I think I've seen the same talk. In fact, uh, my wife and I recently kind of spoke at a, at a marriage ministry thing, and we used that talk as an example yes. of the differences between men and women. Um, but it, I mean, it's fascinating to me the uh, like the the lack of of similarity in experiences that my like my wife doesn't really understand, and you don't. Have, it's weird to me to not be able to understand that because I don't know how to put it into words mm -hmm. other than to say like, it's a nothing box. Like there's, um, my, it does feel like my mind turns off a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just sitting there doing nothing and I don't, I don't go there very often. Like I, I, I kind of probably cause I like to be busy. Um, but it, it's not that hard. <laughs> um, I, I honestly like, I feel I feel dumb talking about it. I'm like, wow, do I really do that? And why? But I guess it's just kind of natural. That's, I, I wish I had a nothing box, Dan. That would be awesome. Yeah. When I'm anxious, I, I, like, I can't go there. So, like, I'm, I'm huh. very relaxed right now. And that's probably easy to go there. Um, but I would imagine when people are anxious or they have a lot on their mind, they can't, which is very natural. Um. But I wonder if they're like if it helps men do something that traditionally were more like masculine roles, like hunting, or or something. If that was yeah, like you know thousands of years ago, if that was a like, and so it's like an inbred trait yes. that men have developed because of traditional positions they've held in the past. Yeah, I'm sure somebody has a brilliant theory on that. Not this day. No, neither. Neither of us know it. <laughs> um, but leisure, like you're talking about wasting your time. Yes. <clears throat> art is a waste of time. <laughs> and, and sports. Sports, art, music, they are all wastes of time. And I mean that in the best possible yeah, way. Yeah, I can't even like, I know that we agreed that we were going to say that. And I like, <laughs> you saying it right now, like makes me like flare up yeah, in like, like a pa righteous passion. I'm, I'm like, they are not a waste of time. They are worth every penny. Yeah. And that's, um, that's, I'm imagining our friends right now who are artists or they're musicians. <laughs> and like, I, and I say things to get reactions out of people. Um, so to, to know, like, to imagine people like 
feeling insulted. Like, it is not a waste <laughs> of time. Um, and um, I, so I guess what I mean by that is they are, um, they're not, they don't fit into society's idea of, of an efficient use of time because they're not productive. And the, there's not much visible going on. Like, what, what do you benefit from, mm-hmm. from looking at a painting or from creating a painting mm-hmm. um, or from playing sports? Uh, I mean, you could say exercise, but, um, I mean, if, it, if it's a sport like baseball, you're not getting any exercise out of it. <laughs> um, but, and I say that as a baseball player, so don't hate me, baseball players. Um, but they are, so I'd say all three of these things are examples of how leisure is like faith and uh, actually help us to live our faith. So they're not, they're not just signs, they're gateways. Now, before you draw the conclusion listeners that we're saying that faith is a waste of time oh yeah good point (laughs) (laughs) we should we should first i think when you say that something is a waste of time what i immediately um go to is that therefore it is worthless yeah and that wasting time equals worthlessness yeah so now it's kind of funny because I think sometimes we use the word waste to mean something is like it was a waste of money, like it was worthless. Mm-hmm. But we can also use it in the opposite and that it was like very valuable. So we like we waste money on like someone we love. Yeah. So and, we throw money at them. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning like this is done for its own sake. Like mm-hmm. there's no reason it doesn't it doesn't produce anything. It doesn't give us anything. Um, and, and that's how I mean that um, like the things that are done for their own sake Mm -hmm. have their own inherent value. And so it's okay to, like, I know this is using the word a little loosely to waste our time. Um, and so we, you know, in moderation, waste our time on, on leisure. Um, but they, so it's like sports, for instance, um, like being, being done for its own sake, it reminds us that not all human activity needs to to lead us to something else and that like work is the is the easy go-to here work brings us money mm-hmm. but what's that good for money's only good for other stuff mm-hmm. whereas the things we use money on are frequently good for nothing else than their own sake so we like we go watch movies not because movies give us something else like it, watching a movie doesn't allow us to go do something else mm-hmm. we just like it and so we we waste our time and we waste our money on movies because they're worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sports, they're just like worth their own time. Like why do we throw around balls with each other? Because because we like it. And it's it's oddly universal. Like um, I remember a, a picture I saw of a soldier who was in Afghanistan playing a game where they threw around uh, basically a, a homemade ball out of a goat skin. They were riding on horseback, throwing around this, this goat ball. And I thought, how similar to football. Like, it's, it's mm. a bunch of men who, who have these certain rules, and they play with a, an inflated animal skin. Um, and it's, like, across the, the, the globe. We do mm-hmm. it everywhere. I mean, whether it's soccer or baseball or basketball or football or, or what have you, they're all similar. Yeah. Um, and sports is also, I'd say they're liturgical. Like, they're performance-based. So when they have their own, um, you're using liturgical very loosely here. I, yeah, I, I know. No, I mean, they're, um, but in the um, like lit, liturgical is done. It's a, so that it's done for the public. It's okay. this public work, and it's a um, 
like beautiful liturgy is put on in such a way that it like it it leads us into the mystery more mm-hmm. and um so the the performance takes us where we want to go like the the if the mass is done beautifully it leads us into the mystery of the of the paschal sacrifice more mm-hmm. um and athletes kind of make it their goal to uh like it's more fun to be like more like to to do big, amazing things in sports makes it more fun for, for everybody, for the people watching, for the people playing. Um, and perhaps, like, art might actually be a better, uh, or, or perhaps a slightly more clear example of, of something done for its own sake. Because people will say, like, well, I do sports for exercise. Well, possibly, but I think people also do them because they're fun. And that's, the, that's what I mean for their own sake. But art, um, like, why do we listen to music? Or why do we... Where do we make music? Mm-hmm. Uh, may, I mean, making music is is, is uh, that's such a unique thing because you are producing it yourself. Um, so let's say I'm sitting down strumming on a guitar. If I'm not recording it, that music disappears forever. Yeah. And it never goes anywhere mm-hmm. other than in my own mind. And I've forgotten most of what I've ever done. But I love it. Mm-hmm. I love doing it. And it's this... Um, It's done for its own sake, and it's it's its own reward. And um, I would imagine, like in drama, you you like entertaining other people, mm-hmm. but it's also a joy in and of itself to be part of the drama, to create mm-hmm. and to 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 perform, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's part of it. What's interesting is you saying that when I was doing the improv classes. <clears throat> So much of the time, I felt like I had to explain, well, I'm doing this because it's helping me to get out of my shell, or it's helping me to uh, get out of thinking before I speak, and just speaking. Right. Um, and so, like, construing some sort of end means, which would allow me to justify the time spent. Yeah. And money spent <laughs> towards these classes. Um, but I think you're right. When we have the freedom of recognizing that this in and of itself is good, therefore I want to do it, um, that allows us to enter into slow down. And, yeah. and, and slow down and um, be leisurely. In the So I think this was really important. Jesus wanted us to get this. And so in the Gospels, there's the, the story of Mary and Martha. Mm. Um, and Mary, that was, the Lord could not be clear. Mary does nothing. She sits at the feet of the yeah. Lord and listens to him. And Mary's doing great stuff. <laughs> and she, like, we're all Marthas. We're all Marthas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we don't like to admit, like, you were, it oh, was a Martha so thing Martha. to yeah. come up with an explanation <laughs> for doing improv. But we like we feel this yeah. need to justify our actions, and um, like it, there's very few things that on the on the outside appear more impractical than going to a museum mm. or sitting down and lit and strumming on a guitar. Because when I get up, I have nothing to show for myself, mm. um, but I'm happier. And the I think the kind of the secret here is that. Um, like we experience the Lord, we encounter the Lord, not just in doing, 
but in in being mm. and he like he doesn't ask us to um it's like christianity is not all performance based it's not like thank the lord you know we're not we don't earn our salvation and we I think that like this idea, there's there's still a lingering concept that we earn salvation and it's not there and the Lord is not already present. Mm -hmm. um, and what Mary got was like, sometimes you just sit and you enjoy the Lord. You bask in the presence of the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, and so prayer and love, love both in the active sense of service, but love in the contemplative sense of let me sit in the presence of my beloved. Mm. Like that, that's why adoration makes sense. That's why meditation makes sense. And that's mm -hmm. why, like, even in, let's say, Lexio Divina, the point of Lexio Divina is not to get, not to read all of Scripture. It's to encounter the Lord and, mm -hmm. and stop reading Scripture. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, we want goals, we want accomplishments. Um, but I, I think these are things that are like faith, so sports and music and, and art. They're like little reminders the Lord gave us. And I really think they are. That that's, those are the more important things in life. And that we, like what if we, what if we fed all the hungry people and we clothed all the naked people and there was no more, like what would we do? Like in heaven? Because ultimately that's what, hmm. like that's how reality mirrors eternity. Or that's how the present life mirrors eternity. And that there will be, like, we're not going to be doing service projects in heaven. It's not, you know, going to be like, oh, let's take a mission trip to hell. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but it's, it, it will be a lot of, and, and this kind of makes us uneasy. It will be a lot of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're You're like, right. well, maybe we'll be singing or maybe we'll be, like, <laughs> you could be. But even, okay, it's something that's done for its own sake. Mm -hmm. Like, you get done singing a song. Is there any evidence that you did it? No, just in your own memory. Mm. And that one day will fade. Um, so that's, like, I think it's good to waste time. And that's how, so like looping back to, to sports and art and music and nature, like going on hikes mm. and just like bird watching. Yeah. I think there are probably just as many conversion stories that come from, encountering the Lord doing nothing because we stop and we listen mm -hmm. um, as there are conversion stories that come from people thinking through explanations for God's existence. Mm -hmm. And I mean, both are good. Like I'm more of the, the bookish type, um, but I like the, the nature and the art. Um, and so it's not just that um, like sports and art and music are a model for faith because of the incarnation. Like those are all, horizons for encountering the Lord mm. and that he can like because he's entered into all things yeah and so that like that's why like it, it it seems to me that people find a way to express their faith with God through sports a lot um, and that there seems to be a lot of faithful athletes um, and it's not you know it's, it, it's interesting because it, it just seems to make sense like St. Paul's words, like, we run the race so as to compete. Um, that, like, that just resonates with athletes. Like, they they want the prize, um, and the prize is the Lord. And it, we get nothing else from that but Him.
We get nothing else from that but him. Yeah. So there's, um, like it's it's the end of. Like there's no more no more steps in that chain of like well why do you do this well because I get that and then well what do you do with that well I use it to get mm. you know I, I use money to to buy food well why do you buy food I use food to feed myself why do you feed yourself I feed myself to get energy why do you get energy well I guess so I can work again um, and it's this loop that mm-hmm. really has no explanation for itself other than like until the Lord enters in until leisure enters in we do these things because they're good for human existence because it like the it's what we're made for we're made for mm-hmm. for experiencing the love of the lord and it's the the end of that chain of motivation um and so the going back to heaven being silent or, or not silent but heaven not being like busy um because we're just like being in the presence of the lord and that in itself is fulfilling yeah i'm, I'm thinking of Um, when I was in high school, um, we did something, the International Thespian Society, and it was a competition based, and you ended up going to states, which were held in Tampa, I don't know if they're still held in Tampa, maybe they are, but, um, we went to see the show, so every night there were main stage productions that were, um, being evaluated. And so you had to reach a certain level um, in order to be brought to states, to perform at states, and then the judges would critique it there as well. Um, and so these were like the best of the best throughout Florida, um, or deemed so by the judges. And we ended up in this show that none of us knew anything about. We were there because we wanted to see the theater, <laughs> not because we wanted to see the show, because the theater was like this old historic thing. Um, and we were so surprised by the beauty of the show um, that the group of us that were there to this day still talk about falling in love with theater through that show. Wow. Because the show, like, there was this moment at the end where it's like the culmination and then they just drop snow on us. And so it was this like beautiful, it wasn't real snow, it was like fake stuff, but it was like, it's snowing there and it's snowing on us. And it was like this, this just moment of being involved in this little community that happened on that stage. Um, And it brought us to just this high point. Yeah. And um, I think we're all in some, in some respects, we're at least very passionate about theater still. And I think it's because of that moment. It, it was like that was a... Um, there's like this like almost a tangible joy, it sounds like, and a wonder at that moment mm-hmm. that theater brought about, that this production brought about. And I, I think that's what Mary had at the feet of Jesus. Mm. Um, and that's why... that that I think that's what athletes get. Um, the joy of being with a, with a team and of, of working together and of performing and of doing their best. Mm. And uh, that musicians have when they create something beautiful and, and you realize all of a sudden, that works! Like, those notes <laughs> sound good together. Um, or these, these colors, the way the, the, the light's reflecting on the water, the way the boat is catching mm-hmm. the wind, that painting. It's all like... It, it, and not all, not all art speaks to, to like joy, perhaps, but it's, it's an emotion captured. 
mm-hmm. um, and it resonates with us. And I think that's that to me that all points me to my relationship with the Lord, and that it's an invitation not to do and and produce, but to be. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is making a lot of sense to me right now because the the whole idea of like I don't know if you've heard it said that. Um, when you start to do what you love as a job, you you stop liking it. And so, like, when you turn these moments of what's supposed to be leisure, what's supposed to just be for its own sake, yeah. into something that then becomes another means to another means to another means to another yeah. means, mm-hmm. <laughs> and get put it in that loop, Yeah. then that almost cheapens the experience. It almost... Re- it pretty much removes that that whole element of it being for itself. Yeah. And that, I mean, like, that's what the difference is. Yeah. And I don't think we can, like, we can't just, like, flip a switch in our brains and say, now I'm going to do something I love, but so that I can buy food. Because um, it, it changes it. There's something fundamentally different about that. And mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know why, but it's, it, I think we all get it. It's there. Because um, people get, you know, the, like, athletes will say, you know, I started playing the sport because it was fun and now it's kind of turned into a job and I don't like it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear that from students all the time. They go to college to play a sport and they then they stop playing because they said it's no longer fun. It turns into a job. Mm. Um, and the joy is gone from it because now it's paying bills and now it's keeping them in school or, or, or anything. Yeah. Yes, we were constantly, when I was in school for theater, I had someone that came in and said... Um, if you, if you don't love what you do, you're not going to make it in this. And he was like, and that's not true for theater. He said, if you think that you could live one day without theater, then you need to leave. Wow. <laughs> because, <laughs> because what it takes to remain passionate about something while you're making a living on it is so much so much more than um, than just doing something as a job yeah. and doing something as a routine. And so um, I thought those were very <laughs> strong words and made me evaluate, you know, whether I was in the right field. Yeah. Um, but th- there's something so true about that. And that's, I think it just illuminates what we're talking about here. That... Absolutely, yeah. Um, the... I think that other than prayer, the the highest or the, the, the best example of human activity of something that's done for its own sake is love. And prayer is actually like a, an expression of love. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, um, I think what you said, like if you can imagine yourself doing, if you can imagine yourself living for one day without theater, then you don't have what it takes. Um, I think that like someone who loves deeply would say, like, I can't imagine myself without that person. I can't mm-hmm. imagine living without that person because they've got that, that passion. Mm-hmm. And they're, for no, I mean, for no reason other than love, mm-hmm. they just want the good of that other person. And mm-hmm. it, often they'll get nothing out of it. Um, probably, I'd say frequently they get nothing out of it um, for a long time. Or you might go a long stretch of time. Like, when you're, when you're raising a child, they, you'll go a long time getting nothing but like sass and attitude, mm-hmm. but you do it out of love. And I mean, love is its own explanation, is it its own reward. And, uh, you know, if, like if you were to ask me, like, why do you love your wife? 
any answer I give seems very incomplete. Like, well, I love her because she has nice eyes. Well, is that it? <laughs> no, of course not. You know, there's a million things. Yeah. Um, but it, it comes down to, I don't need a reason for wanting to love her. I just want to. So they, I, I want her happiness. I want her goodness. And I don't know why. And I don't care. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's sufficient to me to love her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that... So when we, when we bring that to our relationship with God, it's just sufficient to love him. To, so that, I think that's why... It's the when, only thing that's sufficient. Yeah. Um, that's why you can get lost in prayer and look up and be like, oh, wow, that was, that was an hour of adoration mm-hmm. and it's gone. Because mm-hmm. um, we're, we're giving freely and not counting the cost. Yes. And that's what leisure does for us. Yeah. Gets us into that mindset of being able to give freely without counting cost. Right. Um, because we're giving freely to that thing we love. And that's little things. So we talked uh, last podcast about the kind of the charm of small town squares. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, they, places like that encourage human fulfillment more. Mm-hmm. Um because that, like, you can stroll through a town square and kind of look and talk and chat and point things out. Like the, the one one of the ones I like the most is downtown Sanford, mm. um, and there's uh, there's actually an art studio where artists can come get a little space to work and their arts are displayed. And there's some some good restaurants down there. The lakes nearby, and it encourages my wife and I to to waste time, um, and that's a good thing. Um, and I don't know, like we don't, we don't go to downtown Orlando to do that mm-hmm. because it, it, it makes me want to leave. It makes, it makes me want to hurry from one place to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's the, the real value of leisure is it ultimately leads us to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just had a thought earlier. You said I was using the word uh, liturgical a little loosely. <laughs> yeah. It's actually so. I was borrowing from Pope Benedict and the spirit of the liturgy. He he says that sports are are liturgical in a in a sense where they they really it's like practice for the liturgy yeah i love that yeah that's uh, awesome so and he was a pope <laughs> <laughs> and he was a very liturgically minded pope he was that. yeah yeah so that's impressive and now he's retired and i would imagine he gets a lot of leisure <laughs> <laughs> you should take a a note out of his his book yeah, yeah. both my parents retired Really? Yeah. Recently? Yeah. So my dad's last, uh, his last day was the 31st. Wow. So, I mean, he was on vacation during that time, but. Right, yeah. <laughs> Technically, his last day was the 31st. Yeah, that's really. So they're, they're embracing leisure in a whole new way. And they're, they're doing really neat stuff. They're, um, they're converted their van into being like a camper. That's fun. <clears throat> and it was so neat. My mom must have said it at least four times over the break um but she was saying if we ever get to the point where we actually do slow down because she was just recognizing that she's been retired now for i think two years yeah maybe a year um i don't know if it's been a full two years and she's still been non-stop going even with the freedom yeah to now have a more leisurely life Mm -hmm. and now that they're both retired she's like well i wonder if that'll actually happen like i wonder if (laughs) i wonder if i can get to that place of truly like being okay with going to a park and waking up and reading yeah 
a book and then going on a hike and then sitting by the campfire and looking at the stars. I hope she can. She's got, she probably has like 60, 65 years of momentum making her feel like she has to be productive. Hmm. And that's probably hard to, to stop that train. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I feel like I can barely stop that train and I've, you know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I've got only so many years of the working world in my belt. (laughs) Yeah. Having a baby makes me stop it because it Mm. like to... I can't, or especially right now, she can't do anything. So it's not like we can be productive together. Um, it's simply like stopping and looking at her. Mm. Um, and I love it. It's great. It, it can be a challenge because there's still the, the desire to do, to produce, to, um, you know, to even to like consume media. So like, oh, maybe I can, I can go on my phone and I can hold her at the same time. Well, then I'm, I'm no longer being with my baby. I just mm. have to be holding her like yeah. on her couch while I'm watching <laughs> TV. Um, that's funny yeah well that's all we got so we hope that uh, we're, we hope that this encourages you to waste some time on art or sports or music but definitely prayer and, and love and we lovingly remind you that wasting time is so worth it that's a good way to end <laughs> until next time bye everyone